it's cool to have a state championship game in a big arena like that. Yeah. I mean, it, they deserve it's it. Back. Yeah. And I'm glad 4A gets to do it. We are officially live. So hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of the Take Easy Sports Show. And Are you going to be mad if I don't sing the entrance this time? No, I'd actually be even happier if you didn't do any of that. <laughs> um, it is championship week, Eric. Championship week is finally here. The final week of the football season is finally here. How crazy is that? That is nuts. It feels like it flew by. It always yeah. does. You're right. It usually does. Um, it, it just, I feel like it was just last week that I was talking about, that we were talking about like the the first game of the season, how excited we were, how we were hoping that things would be kind of more back to normal. Turns out they kind of were, which is fantastic. Um, but now we're in the final week, man. I mean, it all comes to a conclusion Saturday night. That's it. Um, yeah. So. Um, the, the thing that is big to me is that you know i don't know whether it was because of vaccinations or people are learning more about it but there were not nearly there were some but there were not nearly as many canceled games this year yeah Um, which is great yeah and you know last year it was every single week there'd be four or five or six games or whatever um that were canceled and you know there were a few but i think that people just have learned a little bit better how to how to deal with this thing and whether you know if a kid got it um, they'd figure out how to make sure everybody else was safe too, mm-hmm. and get that kid the care, whatever needed yeah. to be done. So, you know, exactly. it's a, it's a sign of some progress. Exactly. Um, before we get started, so obviously this show, we're going to be talking a lot about the semifinals that just took place last week and then the championship games. Now, Eric, you and I are also going to touch on who Paul West, because that is coming up this week. Of course, horrible, horrible timing. It's the same week as the championship. It always happens. And it always happens, which is always frustrating. Um, But I want to start things off. And by the way, if you are listening uh, to the live version, welcome. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, If you're on the recorded version, thank you for listening to that as well. Uh, That will be up probably Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Jacob Saliga said he can't wait for who Paul and neither can I, honestly, Uh, we're going to get into that. There's a lot of really good matchups. A lot of really good matchups. First things first, Eric, it looks like you have like, a ball of fire behind you what's up with the yeah it is it's my new thing i if you've noticed um i usually wear a yin yang necklace okay or not usually but sometimes so yeah yin yang since i was a little kid this is like a fireball yin and yang thing nice it's all about balance um that's kind of where i try to be in my life i don't always show it on this show because i'm kind of wild yeah but uh, in my real life that's that's what i'm going for in your real life yeah. Well, is this show your real life too? Do you sit on your computer and talk? Actually, yeah, that's exactly what I do. I sit on my computer and talk about yeah, sports. Do you do you realize what we do for a living here? Yeah, that's so I changed my mind Come midway on, through the sentence. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean my job is kind of to talk about high school sports for that's living, yeah, mine so. is that and a few NAU things here and there. But yeah, so this that's is exactly true. what I do. That's true. I've done some ASU, some cardinals. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of fun. Hopefully I get to do some suns. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I like it though. It's different than, uh, is that a, is an actual, is that like a painting or is it like a background that you put on, on this? No, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, banner. Oh, it's a banner. Oh, you are dark, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Can you, can you, can you put some light on you? Let's get some it, light shining on your face. There you go. Look at, look 
that. Yeah. Look at us. Eric. Look at that haircut. I did get a haircut. Looks good. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. You're going for that uh Jason Kidd look when he played basketball. That's exactly right. I uh yeah. you know, I, I like to keep it short, but this is a little shorter yeah. than usual. Figured I'd try yeah. something different. I like it. Looks good. Um, okay. Eric, because you were not at any of the games, the first thing I want to do is is open it up to you. Yeah. What was your biggest takeaway from the semifinals for 4A through the open division this past week? You know, I wasn't there, but I was definitely paying attention the whole time. Yeah. Um, I was I was covering basketball at the time. Uh, Flagstaff girls and boys played a doubleheader at the school. But, you know, on my phone, I'm getting updates and looking at whatever stream I can find. The biggest thing I took away was honestly probably from 4A. Um, and, you know, we can t- we'll talk all about the open and some of the, the things that happened there. But Casa Grande um, getting a big win against the two-time defending champ huge. Um, this beat is huge yep. for that school. It's the first time they're at this point. Um, you know, Angel Flores is NAU commit. So that's a kid that, you know, I'm going to be covering at some point down the road. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to see that they've got some talent and that kid's still playing. But to win by 13, to score 41 points against that defense, um, beat the, as I just said, the two-time defending 4A champion is is a big win for them. Um, regardless of what happens against Post and Butte, uh, I think it's, mm. a, it's a huge, it's a huge moment for that school. You know, it's funny because I was on the sideline of the Chaparral-Williamsfield uh, game, and we'll get mm-hmm. into that. But, um, you know, I was talking to uh, Jacob and Andrew, uh, the two interns there, and they – is it even – should I even call them interns anymore? They've kind of earned that out of that title, haven't they? They've you can call them whatever. Okay. Okay, well, in that case, I was talking to uh, the verified King Andrew and the Coleslaw <laughs> King and Jacob. Yeah, yeah the um, two kings. The two kings in their own uh, in their own way, uh, but no. In all seriousness, we were talking about that game, and I kept looking at it, and I was like, "Man, like Casa Grande is really putting it on Mesquite." Yeah, I was a little surprised. I thought it would be a little bit closer of a game, um, and then I even mentioned a couple times. And Jacob, if he's still listening, he'll probably um, verify this. But um, there was a point where Mesquite kind of started to inch their way back into the game, and I said, "Oh, here come the Wildcats," because you really cannot count Scott Hare out. Mm-mm. Scott Hare is one of the best coaches in the state. Yeah, you can't count him out of any game. Um, but it wasn't until I think like the third or fourth quarter that Cassegrain really started to run away with that one. So, um, yeah, Jacob said can confirm. So, um, you know, great win for Cassegrain. I saw that team on a Thursday. Chili and I went down there. Uh, we tried to get some uh free pizza out of it from Barrows down the street. It did not work. Um, good. We should be paying, you know, as much as I like to say we should, um, not not free, not free free discount, discount. Support the people that support us. Yeah, that is true. Well, Barrow supports me and my bad eating habits. Yeah. When I'm not. And they look know, at Arizona content. Varsity content. Barrow's Pizza? No, the team. Oh, the team, yes. But we're talking yeah. about Barrow's Pizza. Right. Yeah, I don't think they care about Arizona Varsity content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But okay. Coach Barrow does. Coach Barrow is great. I love Coach Barrow. Um, but he does need to, uh, I mean, he, you know, we, we went over there and we we're like, Hey, coach Barrow sent us over and they're like, okay. <laughs> it's probably some 16 year old waiter. That was like, Who? it was, well, I, it was also like 
maybe 30 minutes before they closed so that sure. probably didn't help but yeah um, they were like oh dang someone actually yeah. comes they thought they were going to close early and we weren't the only ones in there to be fair mm, that's but fair still um all right the other the other team in that matchup in post and butte um really took it to glendale yeah uh, this they is a glendale team that you know very well i don't know a whole lot about either of these teams i know octavius joe is fantastic for post and butte um, this is a really good team. It's their first get this, Eric. And we act, I actually found this out um, on uh, audibles this week with with Claudia and Eric Sorensen. This is the first year Post and Butte actually won a playoff game and they made it to the championship game. Yeah, that's crazy. That is insane. Now, this school hasn't been a lot around long. It's not like they've been around since like, you know, the early 90s or whatever. But this is the first time. This this year was their first win in the postseason, yeah. and now they've got three of them, and they could yeah. be going for number four, which could end with a title. So that I mean, yeah. how crazy is that for that program? It is crazy. Um, they have been great all year. Yep, um, they were great last year too. They were great last year too. Last year they kind of they they had a tough end of the season. Yep. So did Glendale uh, yep. in their own fashion, but yeah, it, I mean it's. I'm happy for them. Um, it seems like those that program has kind of been on the steady come up, and 21 point win in any playoff game, much less the uh, a conference semifinal game, is is huge. You can't really ask for much more. Yeah, exactly. The jo- I mean, just the 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 job that that coaching staff has done out there, um, and not only that, but I mean that area in general is really building up a lot. Yeah. I mean, you have Eastmark, which is brand new. I know it's not like directly near it, but pretty close. Um, and the then you've Queen got Queen Creek and Santan Valley area. It's huge. Yeah. That honestly could be an area that takes over. Honestly, like I mean, yeah. it's only a matter it could of time. Take ten years. Well, or that's five saying. years, or maybe like, not at, even. Look at Mesa. Mesa used to be dominant, and then what happened? New builds in Chandler. Now Chandler's dominant. What's going to happen in in like you said, five to ten years from now? The only place to build is out there. Whoops, I just hit my computer. The only place to build is out there. Yeah. So eventually, bigger. yeah. Every everything will change except for uh, Coach Mons and Sawara will be right there. True. Good point. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, in all seriousness, let's be honest. Like the school, like Chandler schools, but are going to be there. But like, especially in that four to five A range, like Post and Butte has a chance for a while. Eastmark can probably be a dominant force in three A at some point. They I made mean, the that's, playoffs this year in the yeah. first. It was exactly. great. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, it's got and they had a ton of like all state players. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Coach Molander over there emailed me a list of like at least like ten to fifteen names. It was crazy. Yeah. So I mean, you know, so the job that that those people are doing out there in that area, I mean, that's only going to get even better. Uh, they're definitely not going to go downhill anytime soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, five uh, A. Desert Edge and South Point Catholic look to be a fantastic game with the Lancers coming out on top over the uh, the Scorpions out there. Um, surprise, not so surprising. What's kind of your thoughts behind that one? I'm not surprised. Um, I think South Point Catholic was a group that everyone thought was going to be at this point. Yep. Um, talent all over the field. Um, tested having played Hamilton in the Open last year. Yep. Um, what kind of, I mean, you can't get much of a better playoff experience than that. Exactly. They desert edge was good this year. They, I don't think they had the same amount of talent as the team that made the open last year. 
I think if that team's in the 5A playoffs, they're probably in, you know, that same squad is you know, maybe in the championship game in 5A yeah. now. True. Um, but, you know, they still had some real talent on the field. But South Point Catholic, um, I don't know. I It's hard to say they're not the favorite now. Um, Horizon's great. They had a win too. But um, the way South Point Catholic has played throughout these playoffs has been really impressive. South Point Catholic is a team that knows how to win in the postseason. Yes. That's what I think makes them such a dangerous team every single year. Um, you know, obviously last year was different because they got the automatic win over Saguaro. Would they have beaten Saguaro? Probably not. Let's no, be I don't think so either. I mean, that Saguaro team was was very, very good and probably could have, could have made it to the championship potentially. Who knows? Um but I mean, they were a top four team, though. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, but I mean, just in general, I mean that that South Point Catholic. I mean, Trayson Borgay. When you have a quarterback of that caliber, I mean, it's hard not to. Be it's amazing he's still not really getting recruited good. as much as I don't get it. I don't get it. And that running back they have over there, I think it's Anthony. Uh, what is it? It's like is Will, that the I freshman? Guess? I don't think I don't. They've got a freshman kid. Maybe he's a defensive player. That's just well, a stunt Eli- Elijah rushing is a de- sophomore. sophomore. He's a defensive end. Yeah, sophomore. Yeah. He is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think it's Wilhite is his last name. I, I I mentioned in audibles. Now I can't remember his name. Uh, it's definitely Anthony W. Um, he's rushed for like over twelve hundred yards this season. Um, so he he's been crazy down there as well. Yeah. And you know, South Point people can kind of argue that like maybe their schedule isn't that hard or whatever because they do play some Tucson teams, but I mean. It, they they played some good opponents. They did. They, so, they I mean, really, you know, as much as some of the other Tucson schools aren't great, you know, they had to play. Um, they went and played at uh, Saguaro. They yeah. played Pinnacle. Um, they played against Desert View, who at the time people thought maybe an open team. Um, yeah. Ended up, you know, destroying that group. At yeah. Siena is not a necessarily easy game. No, like Siena has always been a good program. Yeah, they went out of their way to play some tough teams. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like that team. I like. I like South Point a lot. Yeah. I think they they could very well be a five A champion this year. I think they could have potentially been an open division team if things kind of fell in the right direction. Yeah, I know for them it was a little bit more on the outside looking in, but still, um, yeah. that's a, that's not an easy opponent. And Horizon, who we're going to talk about right now, you know, the Huskies have their work cut out for them. And the thing is, though, how do you bet against a Horizon team that has been as good as they have been all That's the thing. They were tested against Desert Mountain, though. Desert Mountain really had them for a while. And and that's the thing is, like, everyone's saying, oh, well, well, you know, Horizon almost lost Desert Mountain, so South Point's going to win that game. I don't think so. Desert Mountain was good. Yeah, Desert Mountain, we were talking about it on this uh yep. last week that we thought desert mountain would give them a game and they yeah. certainly did i think desert mountain was up a lot in that game yeah i think most of the game they were yeah uh desert mountain is one of those teams that has basically been under the radar the entire season but man not on not under the radar anymore after making the after making the final four 11 and 2 11 and 2 11 and that's and the two. thing is two years you know, ago that team won like four games yeah yeah, much less make the final four. Um, oh my and that's – you're exactly right. Is Horizon – you know, sometimes these teams are going to slip up a little bit in parts yep. of a game. 
Um, but Horizon managed to pull the win out and, yep. you know, winners win. It's silly analysis, but winners win and uh, they found a way to advance. Yep. And that's all that matters. Um, yeah. I know Andrew was very happy that he's going to be able to see uh, Wesley Lambert. They're the running back for Horizon. He was great phenomenal player. when I saw him against Apollo. Uh, Skylar Partridge has been great. And then obviously you've got Daniel Santiago. Um, one of, in my opinion, the best defensive lineman in the state. Um, yeah. I saw him wreak havoc against Apollo. And I know he's been doing that all season long. So I'm excited for this matchup, man. It's going to be so much fun in at yep. 5A. And it's going to be the nightcap for Friday at 8 p.m. When it's like, I know this doesn't mean anything to you. But the low for like Saturday morning or the the low for Friday night, I should say, is like 30 something degrees. Oof. I'm going to be cold. It's only supposed to be like 68 during the day. 60, but it'll be sunny. Yeah, you see, Chili said the same thing, but 60 degrees is 60 degrees. I guarantee you, I, I know for I guarantee you, you'll be wearing a, a short sleeve. If you're wearing a jacket and a short sleeve shirt, you'll have the short sleeve shirt on. When you're moving around, getting like, you know, taking your videos and whatever else, you'll you'll be wearing that. I guarantee it. I guess you're right. I guess you have a good point. Um, I'll be wearing a jacket either way, though. Yeah. I mean, I've been wearing a jacket when it's been warmer than that at night here. So, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jacob said Cody will still be in a muscle shirt. Absolutely. Cody only owns muscle shirts. I don't think Although I've ever seen does. Cody wear a muscle shirt to a game, though. I have he did wear a muscle shirt. He wore, to he wore a tank top the, like twice, actually, that I've seen him. I've seen him wear it to the uh, to Chili's uh, the uh, flight club. He wore a tank, but well, yeah, that's bro. not the same Sun, as a game. Sun's out, guns out. Come on, man. I wore a long sleeve shirt that day. I needed my sun protection. Did you really? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I did. One of those like cool wicking shirts. Uh, it didn't really help, though, because it was by the time it hurt. Yeah, hit, like, no. By the I no, feel so bad you can too. Do, nothing you can do makes it less. Hot. It's it's funny because we were all like walking around, getting video, doing. I was getting pictures, I was getting interviews, and then I think by the time two o'clock hit, we all just sat underneath that tent for like two hours. We, like, spent we didn't even at least an hour or two. We we didn't even. I think what was the championship game? It was Saguaro and Desert Edge. That sounds right. Yeah, we ended up. I think a lot of us watched like the. The championship game may be part of the semifinal. I watched the semifinal between Hamilton and Basha out, and then my phone got too hot, so I went back under the tent. Yeah, and, I, and they moved. It's funny they moved the uh, the the championship game from like the far field, like over, like right in front of us. So I did, I didn't even get up. I just sat there yeah. the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it For was sure. so hot though. Uh, yeah. Jacob said almost had heat stroke. I think. Yes, I, I would agree with that. And then we all um, went to the Arizona varsity oh, it was, crew. It was all went to that was the other semifinal. Human Catholic because yeah. it was Richard Stallworth. Yes, but and then, then Saguaro ended up winning. Yes, that's right. Um, but and yeah, we then went we all to went to Raceway, uh, Raceway, and just ate and drank way too much water. I think I had like at least seven cups of water after that, yeah. and they were like the big, like, yeah, yeah, like big, big cups, like maybe like thirty-two ounce cups. Yep. Um, yeah, it was, it was bad. Um, shout out to Chile for almost killing us. Yeah. So, but we it's would, a fun uh, event though. It was really fun. And I hope he does it again. I just hope it's like maybe at night. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> start it. Start it at won't 6 p.m. Well, the, the problem is it just, there were so it wouldn't many be done till like 11, 12. I know. 
I know. And like what city is going to let you rent out a park past 10 o'clock? That's true. So yeah. that's tough. Unless you, um, or, or if you start at 6 a.m. Although he, it is chilly though. He's famous. So maybe they'll let it, they'll let that's it happen. True. Um, but if right. you get someone in Tempe to do him, they love him over there. Who doesn't love chili everywhere? Yeah. I mean, it's chili. Well, that's where he lives. That's his hood. Yeah, that's true. He could probably do it in his backyard. His backyard's big enough. Is it? Yeah. Well, I guess he has a pool, so probably not, actually. Maybe that's better. Just do pool. pool. Uh... Yeah. Pool sevens. <laughs> pool sevens. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Um, all right. So moving on to the 6A game. So the first one, um, Highland Red Mountain. 28 to 14 in favor of the Hawks. I was not at this game. Um, but in all honesty, I'm not I, I I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it. I'm not surprised. No, because I mean it seems like all season long, eh, maybe not all season, all throughout the postseason at least. Uh, we've all said that Highland belongs in the open division. Highland's been the best team in the six A bracket. Yes, hundred percent. Um, and Highland put what was the score? What did I say? Twenty eight to fourteen. Twenty eight fourteen. All twenty eight points came in the first half. So held on from there. You can say, oh, well, Red Mountain started to make a comeback. You're right. They did. But Highland let off the gas, probably. Now, don't get me wrong. That Red Mountain team is fantastic. I had so much fun watching them. Red Mountain is, they're not underrated, but the amount of times that Red Mountain has been in the 6A semifinals in the last. Overlooked is the best term. Overlooked. Yes. Um, Red Mountain has been in the 6A semifinals, like, what is it, four of the last six Four out of the last five years. For the last five years, how yep. many teams can say that? Hamilton can't even say that. Um, Chandler can say it. That's Chandler, not the only one. Chandler, that's it. That's the only one. And Liberty's, just because Liberty's close. Liberty's, Liberty's close. Three, three out of the five. Yeah. The last. Right. Uh, the, I, I mean, they were in the open the last two, but they've made the semifinals. semifinals. Yeah. yeah. Um. But Red Mountain, the amount of times they've gone deep into postseason play, it's just that they haven't been able to get over the hump with that. Yeah. Mike Peterson's um, first year, they went to the semifinals, lost to Chandler. I think the year after that, they went to, I think that was the 2018 season, right? Yeah. So 20, no, 17. Yeah, 17. 2018, semifinals. 2019, finals, lost. 2020, bad season, COVID year. It's a, it's a mulligan. Um, and then this year, semifinals. Yeah. And that's, that's, we're saying that to make it known that Highland is for beating that team by 14 points and kind of running away with it. Yeah. Um, is, you know, it just shows how great they are. That's but, the most points that Red Mountain gave up in the postseason. Yeah. So far. And all of it came in the first half. Yep. Highland's team is so dangerous, man. That, I mean, Gage Daly. Oh my goodness! Just one of my favorite quarterbacks. Honestly. You have to have them as the favorite against Chaparral, right? Um, it's tough because when you have it someone like tough. Brayton Sobor, it, it's really and Anthony it's, it's Lucas. Tough. Anthony Lucas, it's really hard, man. That guy um, could it could easily happen that he's got six sacks in the game. Grady Hickey was yeah. phenomenal against Williams, so we'll get into that game. Um, yeah. but you know this Highland team though, so many weapons and just so physical. Yeah, I mean. That that I think was probably the difference is like Highland's physicality on defense is, I mean, it. I don't want to say unmatched, but pretty close to that. Like there's some other teams that can like Red Mountain's physical. 
Red Mountain knows how to be physical as well. Parker McClure, I've said several times, I think one of the best linebackers in the state. Yeah, he's been great for several years. All basically all four years. Yeah. <laughs> he had a mullet as a sophomore, and I wrote about it. Mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> so um congratulations to Red Mountain on a great season. Um, Highland, second straight year in the championship. Yeah. Um, and I think this time they're probably the favorites. I think Chaparral was the favorite last year. They were. Um, they had I think Highland. Be. I think Highland has to be the favorite this year, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fantastic game. I cannot wait for that one. Um, before I forget, we probably should mention when these games are. Four uh, A is at four o'clock at ASU on Friday, um, and then five A is at five or sorry eight o'clock on Friday. So four then eight. Six uh, A game. Highland versus Chaparral, who we're going to talk about in a second. This game is at noon on Saturday. Uh, you do have to buy tickets for, I think, every game. I think. I don't know. Double check. I assume if you're in the stadium, they probably won't make you. If you Yeah, I doubt it. One. If you buy one game, you can probably go to both. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if they yeah. want that advertised, but I don't think they're going to stop you once you're in the stadium. No. Uh, clear bag policy is in effect. It is ASU. And for those of you media members that are our friends who did not see the email, as if we go on the field, yes, we do have to wear masks. It's the same thing yeah. with uh, and we're with ASU. For parking and we have to pay for parking. Yay! Well, there's nothing the AIA can do about it. It's an ASU. <laughs> no, it's an ASU thing. Um, all right, we're just lucky that the AIA got ASU in general. Yeah, no kidding. Let's yeah, last year was fun to be at Desert Vista, but it, it was bad. it's cool. It was. I mean, it was fun, but it was super bad. crowded. Um, on the sideline, especially unsafe crowded for covid i'm willing to say that that it was an unsafe environment um it's cool to have a state championship game in a big arena like that yeah i mean i'm glad it's back yeah i'm glad 4a gets to do it that's the thing is it was really cool seeing i saw some things from uh, post and butte on uh twitter the kids get to go tour um and you know some of the you know maybe some of them will have offers to big schools or whatever, but for the most part, a 4A team, the majority of those kids aren't going to go on to play D1 college football. Yeah. Um, well, Caleb Lomu from uh, from Highland, the offensive lineman over there, yeah. uh, he just picked up an ASU offer today. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if if the coaches are going to be there. I mean, sometimes they are. I know two years ago they were. Herm Edwards was on the sideline. Yeah. Um, Caleb can maybe show out in front of his potentially future coaches. Now, I'm not pushing him towards ASU. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, but I'm just saying course. as an example – yeah, but it's it's an awesome opportunity because yep, you know, even at the highest levels, a Chandler, only some of the kids are gonna go on to play that high level of college sure. football. Um yeah. it's an amazing experience to the be rest will probably to. yeah, no, the rest will probably go play for Coach Cat at Lake Forest. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he right. loves he loves recruiting Arizona, man. Yeah. I saw him on uh, they do on a Saturday. great job too. He does a phenomenal job. They I won their Coach conference Kat. this year. Coach Cat's one of the best. Um, all right, Eric. The other 6A game that I was at, mm-hmm. Chaparral Williams Field. This one was very slow to start, and then all of a sudden the fireworks happened. Um, I'm pretty sure you saw the video of uh, of LaShawn Hunter getting that. that uh, Is that your re- recent career highlight, getting on ESPN? Center? Yeah, on it, ESPN. It is, but it's more for him. He's the one yeah, who did. He's the one. He's the one who did the work. He's the one yeah. who made that catch. He's the one who jumped up. That I can't awesome. jump that high. Um, it was all about him. Um, it was very cool seeing my name, but it's all about him. 
he yeah. made that play and I want and I made sure to send him the video too because he wanted to put that in his highlight reel and he should that should be one of the yeah, very that first should be his first highlights. play exactly um so there was a lot of fireworks in the second half really it was back and forth I mean one team got a stop the other team got a stop one team scored the other team scored um I already mentioned Grady Hickey he was fantastic for Chaparral Brayton Silbor became the all-time passing leader at Chaparral with this game um you know, That's good defense. They've exactly. Got some pretty good history at that school. Uh, you think? Um, the 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 defense did his thing when it needed to. Um, CJ Tiller was phenomenal for Williamsfield. Kyler Casper is ridiculous, just ridiculous. Uh, Chili has the video. It has over twenty thousand views on Twitter right now. He lit quite literally jumped up over someone and then like took the ball out of their hands. It was ridiculous. Um, yeah. But it was such a good game, man. It was a really, really good game. It was a great semifinal matchup between those two. Um, I think I predicted that it would be Williamsfield and Highland in the championship. So I came close to that because I know how good of caliber though that team is. Yeah. Chaparral just got one more stop, and that was the yeah. difference. So, you know, Firebirds, look, you're supposed to be an open team. It fell just a little bit short. But now you're back in the championship. That's all that matters. And it's yeah. going to be a great, great game. Brayton Sobor versus Gage Daily 2.0. I cannot wait for that game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Last year's game was, it was close. It wasn't the offensive battle we were expecting. It yep. ended up being Chaparral won it with its defense. Um, but it was, you know, I think this one could be more of a, that kind of high scoring that we're used to seeing from these two teams. I would love it. I would yeah. love it. If it I think that would be a lot of case. fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, so again, that game is being played at 12 p.m. on Saturday. It's going to be a, a fun day of a uh, of football there. Yeah. All right, man. I'm not at all surprised that Chandler Liberty went to overtime. No, I'm really not. You, I think you predicted that. I did because I'm not surprised because they yeah. went to overtime last year. I saw it. Yeah. And they played close this year, and I saw that game. Look. I think Coach Garrettson said it the said it best. I think it was to Mark McClune from uh from AZ Family Three and, and CBS. I think Mark asked him, How did you guys win that game? or something along those lines. And Rick Garrettson said, Because we're Chandler. That's yeah. it. They just Chandler find ways to win. Chandler finds way finds a way to win. Simple as that. That's it. It doesn't always make sense. It's not always pretty. Six turnovers, and they won the game. How does that even happen? I was out at Chandler today, and and Garrettson was telling us that someone sent him a chart. Um, It might have been his son, Daryl, actually. Uh, Sent him a chart, and it showed, like, percentage to win based on how many turnovers you had. It stopped at four. And it was like that. You turn the ball over six times, you're almost always going to lose. It doesn't make sense. Honestly, Chandler should have lost that game by 21 points with six turnovers. They probably should have lost in the championship last year. It was a missed field Arguably. goal away. Yep. They make Hamilton makes that field goal, they win. Yep. Probably should have lost this. And there's gonna be someone that, you know, maybe in the uh in the final game against Saguaro, maybe they'll be down by ten or something like that and come back and who knows? Win somehow by two. Who we'll knows? We'll see. Chandler knows how to win. And that's all that matters. 
At the end of the day, it doesn't, it's it doesn't matter analysis, how it looks. But they somehow do it. Look, it's look. We always joke about the oh, whoever scores more points is going to win the game. Chandler finds a way to score more points than their team at the end of the day. Don't know how they do it. There's really not like a specific science to how they do it. They don't mean to start slow in the first half and then come back in the second half. I don't think they want yeah. to do that. That's stressful. I think Garrison even said that he's had like 15 aneurysms this year. <laughs> like no one wants to win that way, but they find a way to do it. It's that's the thing about this team. And we've harped on it a couple of times is even if they do have a slow start, they are so good and the kids are so good and they're so well coached that they know yeah. how to make the adjustments. And that's exactly. so huge. Exactly. Um, that game literally came down to Chandler driving. Jacob was there. Hopefully Jacob can help us out. We should have brought him on for this, but uh, it started, the game ended. Drove down the field in the last minute. Drove down the field last minute. Seconds left in the game. Yep. I think it was Nason Coleman, one-handed grab, tied it. Uh, I think they, I don't know if that, if that was that, that might've been the game winner, but either way, um, scored, went for two to tie it. Manapua. Jacob's mad because he wanted wanted Liberty to win. Um, so I'm actually glad we didn't bring him on. Uh, we're trying to be neutral here. Um, Manapua reversed the play that I wrote about. I mean, look, Saguaro, I wrote, I wrote a story about the play. Go read the story. Like, I'm not even, like, hyping myself up. Just go read about what they do. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> If there comes down to a two-point conversion in your game, they're probably going to run that play again. Well, it's, it has a hundred percent success rate. Yeah, they've never lost with it. Yeah, I mean they never they haven't had to run it a lot, but they've never lost with it. Two for so, two. No, it's like four for four mm. or five for five, something like that. <laughs> um, I'm not even kidding. Two for two, for two on game winning two point conversions. Still pretty good though. Yeah. Um, but no, Monopoo the opposite way. Uh, Monopoo usually is ran to the right because of the right handed quarterbacks. Blaine's a lefty, ran to the left. Um. He got a he got a seam and he rushed it in for the two point conversion. Yeah, and then again, I don't know if that was the game, if that was the Nason Cone one hundred grab, or if it was the um, if it was the one in overtime. Yeah. Chandler goes for two from like the one yard line, doesn't get it, and then Frankie Morales, who has been phenomenal for the Wolves all season long, in that very good secondary interception, game over. Chandler finds ways to win. Again, I don't understand how. Mm-hmm. but they find ways to win. That's it. They do it. That's all that matters. Liberty is as close as anyone's gotten to beating them twice, but just couldn't get over the hump. Just couldn't get over it. And you feel so bad for that, that team, man, because yeah. they, there's this, this Liberty team, I think was better than last year's. They were. And man, you just you feel for him to lose that. That could way. have been a state championship game. I think personally, I would have rather get blown out than lose that way, than you have the so? lead the entire game and then lose in overtime. I would I would rather get blown out, personally. I don't know. I think a loss stings either way. No, it does. But I'd rather get blown out for sure. So fair enough. Uh, Savaro Hamilton. So I was at this game. Look. Short answer, Hamilton had no answer for Devin Dampier. That's it. That's exactly that's what the game came to. several Division One players on that defense. I don't understand it. He, it was his, so Devin Dampier has been that guy since he was a freshman. 
Uh, he was basically the heir to Spencer Rattler, right? He was, I think, compared to Kyler Murray when he was a freshman because he's that elusive, that good. Look, I think for the first time in his career, he finally had his moment, his he coming his out party. Moment. He had his breakout moment. Thank you. That was it. And it came on one of the biggest stages against the number 11 team in the country. Yeah. Against With playmakers all over that defense. Against Nico Markial, who yeah. literally won Arizona Gatorade Player of the Year. Congratulations, Deservedly. Nico. Your, your season was fantastic. I think he had two interceptions all year. Like, I was sitting there and I was, I, I think I tweeted it. I literally said, Hamilton has no answer for Devin. They can't stop him right now. And I think, I don't know, it was someone with the last name Dampier. I'm assuming it was his brother or something. Um, he even said the same thing. He said they have no answer for him. They need to keep giving it to him. And they did. I don't know how many yards he finished with. I can't remember. My official stats were really bad because I was, I'll be honest, I was scoreboard watching the first half of that game with the with the Chandler game going on. Um, yeah. So I missed a couple it's plays. It's so difficult, but... especially in a situation yeah. like that where the sidelines end up getting so crowded too. Oh, to it was see so, like... it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. Devin Dampier was fantastic in that game. He literally won the game for Suarez. He had three rushing touchdowns. I mean, and again, Hamilton, phenomenal season. The job that Mike Zadebski has done over there and that coaching staff he has around him, I mean, look, Tim Doherty is one of the best, 100%. I just hit my computer again. Um, Tim Doherty is one of the best. Mike Zadebski is one of the best. Uh, the the coaching staff over there, Coach K, he's, he's phenomenal. I mean, just – fantastic coaches over there they do a great job they just unfortunately had no answer for Devin Dampier and that was it they stop him one or two times Hamilton wins that game because he because he extended plays left and right all night long um 16 carries 204 yards thank you Chris Eaton for Dampier on the ground 204 yards on the ground I know he had also like over 100 yards passing uh, Javon Jacobs caught a really caught one and then took it pretty good. Um, like I think it was like 30, 40 years or whatever. Um, years, yards. Sorry. Um, I knew you meant. Yeah. So it was. Look, so we all just played about as good as it. About Their offensive as good line of was game. incredible too. Their offensive line doesn't get talked about enough. That's something that Coach Mon said. Really, really good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I've said it twice now on this show. Yeah. If Hamilton's defensive line and defense overall is great. Yep. And, you know, you give a lot of the credit to Dempier for the things yep. he was able to do. He scrambled around. But you can't do uh, – you can have Tom Brady back there, and you're not going to do anything if you don't have an offensive line. Exactly. So, uh, congratulations to Warrell in the championship again, uh, 2019. We thought Chandler, they were going to lose to We're dumb. I'm so sorry, Swarrow. I'm, I'm so not. Sorry, I know Swarrow. I'm dumb. Uh, my predictions are awful. I even said that to to Coach Moz after I was like, "Hey, I'm really sorry for picking against you guys." And he he just he started he like shook my hand, started laughing. He goes, "You all picked against us." <laughs> and then Chris Eaton was like, "Oh man, sorry, Chris. I'm gonna I'm gonna rat you out here." Uh, he goes, "Well, Coach, I picked you guys tonight." And he comes over and gives him a hug, and then he turns around and goes, "But I did pick you to lose against Cactus." <laughs> <laughs> So, that was it was so funny but no i mean look how do we bet against jason mons anymore 
I mean, really, we can't. So uh, that game's going to be fantastic. A rematch of the first ever open division. In my opinion, the reason the open division was created was Solaro yes. and Chandler to come together. And we get it twice now in three years. Um, so again, that game is at 5 p.m. on Saturday. That's the uh, the official finale of the uh, Arizona high school football season. Right after that, Eric, is the premier Hoop Hall West game on that Saturday. It's being played at Footprint Center. Before we get into that one, we're going to quickly run down the schedule. So Hoop Hall West, for those that don't know, it's part of the Hall of Fame, um, the College Basketball Hall of Fame, or I think it's the Naismith Hall of Fame. Naismith, it's overall Naismith. Yeah, Naismith, that's what I meant, sorry. So overall basketball Hall of Fame, Naismith Hall of Fame. Um, it starts tomorrow, Wednesday, December 8th. Uh, the first three days and half of Saturday um, are at Chaparral High School. So it starts with Valley Vista versus O'Connor. That's the girls. And then you have another girls matchup between Notre Dame Prep and Seton Catholic. That one's going to be a good one. Um, and then when you go into the men, um, or the boys, however you want to say it, uh, 6 p.m., big one for Arizona. Dream City Christian versus Arizona Compass Prep, followed by St. Mary's and Brophy. Huge. And then you have uh, 9 p.m. is Legacy Charter School out of, I believe, South Carolina and uh, Prolific Prep from California. So there are some out-of-state teams that are going to be playing in this. There's some club team or not club teams, um, prep teams. Yeah. As you can obviously Dream City Christian Arizona Compass. Um, that is Wednesday. That's at Chaparral High School. Uh, I think you can buy tickets online for that. Um, it might be packed for some of these later it's games. going to be those packed. Are, yeah. These, especially the later games. Uh, Thursday. Uh, 3 p.m., starting with the girls, Perry versus Chaparral, another good one. Then you have the boys at 4.30, Oak Hill Academy from Virginia versus Legacy Charter School out of South Carolina. That's on ESPN+. Plus. Um, so Thursday starts the ESPN games for this tournament, tournament showcase, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 6 p.m., Highland versus Centennial. Whew. I might have to go to that one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, 730 Montverde Academy from Florida versus Duncanville out of Texas. That's on ESPN at 730 and at 9 p.m. Arizona Compass again. And they're playing Wasatch Academy out of Utah. That's on ESPN plus Friday. Here's where we start to get into some of the really big, big matchups. Uh, Lake Oswego High School out of Oregon uh, facing Pace Academy from Georgia. So we literally have schools from everywhere here. Uh, that's at three o'clock. 4.30 DeMatha out of Maryland. Obviously a very good athletic school in general, but their football team is very, very famous. Facing St. Edwards, another famous football high school out of Ohio. Mm -hmm. 6 o'clock, Montverde again versus Wasatch, and that's ESPN+. Plus. 7.30, Chaparral faces Desert Mountain, a battle of the, uh, the Scottsdale teams there. And then 9 o'clock, Perry versus Coronado on ESPN+. Plus. You're going to hear Perry's name again. Just wait a second. Saturday. So there's two sessions on Saturday. Um, again, I think you have to buy tickets for each session. So you can't just buy one for Wednesday and then go to Saturday or whatever. 9 a.m. at Chaparral High School, Lake Oswego from Oregon, facing St. Edwards from Ohio. Uh, 10.30 is uh, DeMatha versus Pace Academy. 12 o'clock noon is Ch Chaparral versus Pleasant Grove from Utah. 1.30, I'm actually very sad I can't be at this game. Mountain Point versus Harvard Westlake out of California. That's going to be really. Fun. Oh my goodness! Now those two teams didn't face each other at Section Seven, but they were among two of the one of the better two of the better teams in mm -hmm. that tournament. 
I think they were in different brackets, if I'm not mistaken. That's why they didn't face each other. Yeah. Then you have session two. Who, Eric, four o'clock, ESPN Plus, Sunny Slope versus Corona Centennial out of California. The winner of section seven. Yeah. This is a team that Greg Rosenberg basically drools over because of how much talent they have. Yeah. That Corona Centennial team. Stupid good. Stupid, stupid good. Then you have at 530. Again, this is at the Suns Arena. So Footprint Center. 530 on ESPN. St. Mary's versus Bishop Gorman. I love that. (laughs) So much fun. That's a 4A team. Something's wrong with that. (laughs) Look, St. Mary's is a no 4A team, bro. Let's be honest. 7 o'clock, it gets better, Eric. Oak Hill Academy. That name rings the bell, right? Oak Hill Academy from Virginia? Yep. Yep. Arizona Compass. That's like two top 10 teams in the nation going at it. Arizona Compass was the number one last year. Yeah, and they were number one up until they they were upset by a team from Texas this year. Yeah. I think they're like number nine or 11 now, something like that. Either way, they're one of the best teams in the country. One of the better ones, yeah. The the nightcap, the overall finale for the showcase, I will be at this game, which means I'm booking it from Tempe to Phoenix. I already have my credential. 9 o'clock p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Perry High School versus Bronny James and Sierra Canyon. That's great. I love that. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Uh, Jacob said that Montverde Duncanville is going to be huge. It will be. Uh, Jacob also said he's going to be at that Perry uh, Sierra Canyon game. Um, I have a feeling a lot of us media members are going to be getting our interviews and then running out of the stadium. Um. That's good what news I was planning have, on doing last year. Yeah. The good tired. news is we have we have parking, so it's all good. Um, and hopefully yeah. we have like a huge media press row thing. Um, now, granted, for those of you media members that are going, please double check to uh, the actual guidelines. No video is allowed because it's ESPN game. Um, it's on ESPN Plus, so I don't think it's like actual ESPN. Um, Jacob said the only session he's missing will be the first half Saturday at Shap. So... Yeah, and I do have uh, my intern is going to be at the Mountain Point game against Harvard Westlake, so I'm excited for that one. Um, but no, it's going to be a lot of really good basketball. I'm going to go get my credential tomorrow. I might stay for a couple of games, but a lot of really really good basketball. So, man, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. I really wish this was like next weekend, but because I would literally just I would just pack up and just stay there all day. Yep. that much i mean i would i would enjoy it that much so all right eric i know you're not going to come down the mountain for that but do you wish you would oh 100 yeah there's actually that uh, we have a uh, a tournament in flagstaff going on not quite the same caliber <laughs> i was um, gonna say what teams are in it <laughs> it's the pepsi tournament it's an actual tournament nice as opposed okay. to uh um like uh, you know some showcase games but it's you know a lot of the local teams flagstaff coconino northern yeah. prep um the Prescott team, stuff like that. So it'll be, it'll be a fun one. We're actually getting, uh, I'm surprised they didn't end up in one of these hoop hall games. Paradise honors um, is coming. I'm surprised too. 
yeah, I just, don't know how they so Paradise Honors hmm. boys will be the you know the top seed in this Pepsi tournament at Flagstaff High School. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, thinking about it now, it just hit me like, why are they not because they're just as good as a lot of these other, uh, yeah. Schools. Well, if I if I kind of remember the the past hoop hall ter- uh, showcases, there were more teams in this, so maybe yeah. it's still a little bit of like a COVID thing. Um, Who knows? But like I remember, there was like East Lake or not East Lake. Uh, it was a team from Washington. I can't remember the name now, but mm-hmm. it's it's one of the one of the it was uh, the team that Pinnacle went up and, and played a couple years yeah, ago yeah, yeah, in football. Yeah. Um, they used to come down here. I mean, there used to be like sixty four teams. Unless that yeah. was section seven, I was thinking of. it might have been section seven. Either way, both of them are great. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. Um, like I said, I'm gonna get my credential like tomorrow or something like that. We'll see whenever I can get up there. So, um, six uh, A champ slash runner up, five A champ or runner up if champ declines, four A champ or same as five A scenario. You're thinking of section seven. I don't know what this comment is, Jacob, but okay. Um, Eric, best thing you ate in the last week? I had a Mexican food with my mom. That was fun. When did you? Was your mom in town? Yeah, my mom was in town for a couple of days. Nice, awesome. Yeah. So the meal was, I mean, it was good. We ate at Salsa Bravas, a quick club for a local Mexican place here. But yeah, it was cool seeing her getting something okay. to eat. I had I like a taco it. salad. I like it. Um, Jacob's going to love this one. I had Elmer's with uh, with chili today. Best carne asada I've ever had. 100%. Except in like Mexico. It's better. But here... Best. Best American carne asada. Yes. Um, phenomenal. Shout out to Chili for paying because I drove. Uh, Jacob, Elmer's, love it. You're welcome. Who's I, Jacob? I, I don't know. Some some dude. Uh, he likes coleslaw. I heard so. Um, Jacob got a carne asada burrito. Asked for extra coleslaw in it. Weird. I know. Um, We're like we don't even serve that. Figure it out. <laughs> he just mixed sour cream with the lettuce. And yeah. Like. I don't know, put some carrots close enough, whatever he did. Um, and, anyway, uh, just you know, Hillary Clinton said she keeps a hot battle, bottle of hot sauce in her bag. Jacob carries a backpack around and it's got one of those sides of coleslaw <laughs> in it all times, just in case. You know, what's funny is I, I can picture Jacob looking at his computer or whatever right now and going like this, yeah. That's like his famous, like, look up in the sky and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us. As always, make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach Alvira, at Enuman Writes, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Um, again, if you're watching the live show, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, Jacob said, Zach, why is that accurate? Because I've seen you do it too many times. That's why it's accurate. Um, if you're listening to the podcast form, I always appreciate you guys for tuning in, downloading that Spotify, Apple podcast, whatever you guys get your podcasts on. It's probably there. So go look for it. Um, a lot of exciting action this week when it comes to championship games and also who Paul West. So have some fun. If you're out at any of these, come up and say hi. Love it. Um, but with that being said, Eric, if you have any last words. I'm going to do this a little bit differently this time. I'm going to kick us out before we end it. So any last words? Shout out to all.net. Awesome sponsor. Appreciate them. Yes, 100%. 
I'm glad that you didn't say anything else. That was like kind of stupid. <laughs> See you guys later.